Welcome to Tell Me What to Google. I'm Michael Kent, and this is a podcast where listeners tell me something they recently learned from the internet and they think I should learn about. It's a podcast without a category because you tell me what we're going to talk about. Today's topic comes from Adam Turner in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Hey, Michael. I'm a fan of random facts and information. And recently I found out that Captain Crunch actually has a much longer name than Captain Crunch. So... I love learning things about topics that are near to my heart, and holy crap, do I love Captain Crunch, so I'm happy to learn more about it. I don't know about you, but if there is one area of my life where I am, like, hanging on to my childhood with a white-knuckled fist, it's, okay, well, it's probably magic, but if there are two areas of my life where I'm hanging on to my childhood, it's it's magic and it's Captain Crunch. Uh, and I know I'm not the only one because there are a million memes out there about how it tears up the roof of your mouth, and kids don't complain about stuff like that. Uh, and here's a pro tip. This is just an adult pro tip for those of you who love it like I do. Fry up some bacon so it's crispy, and not overburnt, but not flimsy. It's got to be crispy. Then crumble it into a dry bowl of Cabin Crunch. It sounds weird, but I'm telling you, it is the best. The sweet with the salty. Mmm. Uh, and with all that said, I had never heard up until now that Captain Crunch has a real name. So let's look this up. Okay. Captain Crunch's real name. Whoa! Cap Captain Horatio Magellan Crunch. And <laughs> this is hilarious. When you Google Captain Crunch's real name, like that phrase, uh, at least at the time I'm recording this podcast, it brings up a picture of Mr. Clean. Um, maybe this is like a younger buffer Captain Crunch. Maybe Captain Crunch is bald under that hat, and this is pre-facial hair. Hey, I think we're on to a fa fantastic start to a... This is like a Captain Crunch fan fiction. So Mr. Clean is just like Captain Crunch in his younger days. He started as an anal retentive cleaner of everything, and then it became an impossible task, and he just... He became disillusioned with the world and bought a boat. Took off sailing around the world, promoting poor dental health. Uh, let's see if Mr. Clean has a real name, just curiously. Uh, okay, this is super weird. Mr. Clean's first name is Veritably. Mr. Veritably Clean. This sounds like a cover-up. Maybe it's a cover-up from a reclusive sea captain who's ashamed of his past? Uh, I guess we'll never know. So, it turns out there are some other famous fictional characters that have little known real names, so check these out. These are from the Mental Floss website. Uh, the comic book guy on The Simpsons, his name is Jeff Albertson. And the funny backstory to this is that Matt Groening wanted to call the comic book guy <laughs> Lewis Lane, who would just always be angry that it sounded like Lois Lane. But uh, they named the, the this Jeff Albertson comic book character without his knowledge. Uh, okay, Barbie has a real name. Barbara Millicent Roberts. Okay, Barbie Roberts. Uh, in the Peanuts comic strip, Peppermint Patty's real name is Patricia Reichardt. Snuffleupagus is Aloysius. That's Snuffleupagus's first name. Is Snuffleupagus the last name? I don't know. Uh, the Wizard of Oz first name is Oscar, Zoroaster, Padraig, Isaac, Norman, Henkel, Emmanuel, Ambrose, Diggs. So his first two initials are Oz, Oscar, Zoroaster. Uh, and if you're super observant, or if you read the books, you may notice that the rest of his name spells something too. Padraig, Isaac, Norman, Henkel, Emmanuel, Ambrose, Diggs, Pinhead. So, Oz Pinhead. Um, in Curious George, the man with the yellow hat, Ted Shackelford. Uh, and the, the rich Uncle Pennybags in Monopoly has a name, Milburn 
penny bags. Also, the policeman in Monopoly has a name. His name is Officer Edgar Mallory. Uh, on Night Court, if you remember that show, that was from when I was growing up, Bull, Bull Shannon, first name Nostradamus, Nostradamus Shannon. On Entourage, Turtle's real name, Salvatore Asante. Uh, Sesame Street's resident game show host, Guy Smiley. If you remember Guy Smiley, real name, Bernie Liederkrantz. Uh, so that might be uh, I, 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 there might be some inside joke on Sesame Street. The Michelin Man's name Bimindum. That's weird. Uh, on Gilligan's Island, the skipper's real name Jonas Jonas Grumby, and the professor was Roy Hinckley. Uh, okay, so this is a good one. Shaggy from Scooby Doo. Norville Rogers. That's a good one. Pillsbury Doughboy's name is Poppin' Fresh. He has a wife, Poppy Fresh, and two kids, Popper and Bun-Bun. Uh, I feel like Bun-Bun was maybe adopted. doesn't have the pop in the name. Uh, the patient in the classic game operation, Cavity Sam. And does that mean, like, tooth cavity? Because I know that's one of, the, one of the things in Sam. But Or is it body cavity Sam? Because that is macabre. Uh, the true identity of the Lone Ranger was John Reed. And uh, finally, MacGyver's first name, Angus, Angus MacGyver. Uh, okay, so all that said, I don't know how many of those you know. I knew none of them. Um, back to the captain, or as we're now learning, Horatio Magellan Crunch. Uh, as far as I have found, the name Horatio, completely arbitrary, but Magellan is obviously an allusion to the 16th century Portuguese explorer Ferdinand Magellan. His claim to fame was circumnavigating the globe back in 1519, which of course made him a captain. Uh, and that brings up another point about Captain Crunch. It was pointed out a few years ago that Captain Crunch only has three stripes on his sleeve, meaning rather than a captain, according to military research, he's only a Commodore, Commodore Crunch. But the captain himself put that story to bed on Twitter. He tweeted, that he commands the ship, the SS Guppy, and anyone that commands their own ship is technically a captain. So there. Uh, first, a little background on the serial. Captain Crunch dates back to 1963, and it doesn't appear that there's any like fascinating or romantic story about why the serial got started, other than Quaker's market research showed that kids preferred crunchy textures to soggy textures, so they came up with this sugar cereal to fill the void in the market. With all that said, I was able to trace the actual creation of the taste of the cereal to a woman named Pamela Lowe. Uh, now, she based the recipe off a treat her mother would make as a kid on Sundays, and that treat was just brown rice with brown sugar and butter sauce, which to me sounds absolutely nothing like Captain Crunch except for sugar, I guess. Uh, but where did the actual Captain come from, right? That's what we care about here. Uh, it's also sort of a depressing answer. A marketing firm. Uh, they hired Compton Advertising, who had a lot of success doing ads for Tide Detergent, and it was Compton's idea to come up with the alliterative name Captain Crunch. All of the artwork was done by J. Ward Production, and if the artwork looks familiar, J. Ward was known for creating Rocky and Bullwinkle at the time, along with some other famous cartoon characters. Uh, and the voice of Captain Crunch came from the guy who did Yogi Bear and Huckleberry Hound. His name was Dawes Butler, very famous uh, voice actor of the time. So see if you can recognize Dawes Butler here. It's the best in Paris, That's boo -boo. Yogi Bear. The chef is famous for his Philip McNannies. But hark! 
Or is it hurt? The cage door is open. A jar even. What a chintzy outfit. Can't even afford a lock. So exit. Stage left. Here's Captain Crunch. That delicious chocolatey crunch mixed with crunchy crunch, part of this complete breakfast, is for us to enjoy. Right, Dave? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bad call there, Dave. I'm gonna have to use my secret weapon, the Hippo Hurricane Howler. That is Peter Potamus. Let's cut this short, Pixie. Right, Pixie. <laughs> That's Mr. Jinx and I Pixie. hate you, Mrs. to pieces. Hey, watch it, will you, Quickstraw? I was overcome by a kabonging frenzy. That's Quickstraw. That $500 sure come in handy, too. Cause I left the meter running all night. That's... $450 worth. Ain't that a scream? That last one is Huckleberry Hound. Captain Crunch's last name is Crunch, obviously. And he's apparently from a place called Crunch Island, which has its own Mount Crushmore. So he's from a place named after his family, which is more opportunity, I guess, for a fan fiction, like maybe the Captain Crunch's great-great-great-granddad founded the island. In the 60s, you could send away to join the captain's crew, and you'd get a crew kit in the mail that came with a big red poster of Captain Crunch that said, My Hero, and an instruction sheet on how to make your own captain's hat. It didn't come with the materials. You had to make the captain's hat out of construction paper, and part of a Captain Crunch box. Brilliant marketing. Uh, this is super weird. It included an info sheet where you could learn about the different parts of a ship, and I ship you not, this was the title of the document. In bold at the top, it says, The Straight Poop from the Poop Deck of the Guppy. The Guppy, as we learned earlier, is the name of Captain Crunch's ship. Uh, and I've got some photos of the original crew kit. I'll put those in the show notes. Uh, finally, the crew kit included a certificate with the seal and the Captain Crunch Oath of Allegiance. Here's the oath. It reads, On my honor, as a loyal Captain Crunch crew member, I pledge allegiance to his great name and do promise to give my support to all Captain Crunch causes. Furthermore, I do promise to be trustworthy, obedient, clean, courteous, and ship-shaped to all. Uh, and that oath has a place where you can sign it, and right there on the document it says, Horatio Magellan Crunch. Horatio has not changed a whole heck of a lot over the years. If you search Google Images for the 1963 Captain Crunch box, you can see that the brand has been really consistent. There aren't as many like design elements on the box, but the Captain looks pretty much the same, and the box is still the familiar red color that we all know. And the television commercials have even been pretty consistent since the 60s. Here's a notable exception. You can still find a particularly problematic Captain Crunch commercial online where Captain Crunch is being tortured and terrorized by Native Americans only to make peace with them at the end through his cereal. Check this out. Captain Crunch, we're being attacked by Indians. Nonsense, Alf. This isn't the Indian Ocean. <laughs> of course, uh, I could be wrong. <laughs> Here they come. Stand by to repel borders. Use every weapon. Careful, Carlisle. You'll hurt somebody. Quick, Sea Dog, break out our secret weapon. Captain Crunch cereal. Mm. 
Yes, Chief. Cap'n Crunch is named after me, made of corn and oats with two kinds of sugar. Eat all you want. Oh, in a bowl, Chief. Or right out of the box. Cap'n Crunch from Quaker Oats. Holy crap. You can obviously see why that's problematic, but it was 1967 when that commercial aired. Actually, 1967. So, uh, by 1967 standards, um, people allowed awfulness a lot more often back then. So, um, I'm glad that something like that would never get played these days. Even still, compare his voice there to his voice now. It's very similar. Even though Dawes Butler died in 1988, they've kept the same voice. Listen to this. Hold on to your teeth, Natty. Crunch your eyes. Welcome to my house. House party, that is. All I want to do is jump and crunch. Sweet. Jump and crunch. My Cabin Crunch cereal is a cool part of this balanced breakfast. Crunch your eyes, me, Cabin. <laughs> so there you go. Um, we've brought Cap'n into the year 2020 with some, you know, that's how, that's how we're connecting with the kids through a little bit of DJing Captain Crunch, but the voice remains the same. You have learned more about Captain Crunch than you've ever wanted to know. Now it is time to quiz a friend. I'm going to call my good friend Josh Quillen. Josh and I went to college together and we've stayed in touch. He's a professional musician and he's the host of the Concert Honesty podcast. I'm really excited to see if he knows this. Let me give Josh a call. Hello? Hey, Josh. What's going on, man? What's up, buddy? How are you? Good to hear from you. I'm good. I'm good. You doing anything fun for the Labor Day weekend? Uh, I am editing audio and video in my, <laughs> me too. my office. Yeah. Uh, so nothing. Oh, I mowed. You mowed. So that's the one thing I'm supposed to do today. But uh, mm. I've been sick all weekend, so Allie told me not to. You don't have COVID, do you? I don't know. I don't know, Mike. man. I don't want to talk about my symptoms on the podcast, okay. <laughs> but it's not good. Can you taste? Uh, I can taste. I can smell. Okay. Well, so. you know, you could just have a cold. Those are still happening too. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I don't know what the deal is, but just be careful, Mike. Be I feel safe. fine today. I've, I've been in the basement all day working. So, um, oh, okay. Right. So, uh, I'm doing this podcast called Tell Me What to Google. Mm -hmm. and someone told me to Google this, and I didn't know it. And so this is the part of the podcast where I quiz one of my friends. And so I just want to know if you know this. Okay. Captain Crunch has a real name. Do you know Captain Crunch's real name? Mm. Is it like a... I'm No, but I'm hoping, if I were going to guess, I'm hoping it's something like really normal, like Brad. <laughs> Kevin Crunch. Like Captain Crunch is his stage name. And he just when he takes this like the, the three corner hat off or whatever it is that he wears. He's like, hey, what's up? Down. I'm Brad Brad Crunch. Good to meet you. And he calls his friends. It doesn't come up as Captain Crunch. It comes up as you know, Leroy or something. <laughs> BC. Yeah. Brad Crunch. Uh no. So the the answer is his name is Horatio Magellan Crunch. <laughs> <laughs> it's a real thing. What? Going back to 1963. Why, I need more context. So now you've told me. There's that not lot. much. Um, it's a, it's basically a marketing firm that created the uh, the character. It's it's funny how unromantic the creation of this serial that I've loved my entire life is. Mm -hmm. uh, it was it was market research and marketing firms that came up with this. 
Okay. They just needed a name to go along with Captain Crunch. The captain part was just pure alliteration, and the rest of it was building a character around the captain. So Horatio, I can't find any reference to why it's Horatio. Did he appear Magellan... on any like radio shows or anything? Nope, nope. This is one hundred percent just just for Quaker. Oh, this, this was all created for Quaker back in '63. So um, Magellan is, you know, that's an allusion to to the explorer. Ferdinand yeah. Magellan. So that's that's where that comes from. But there's this whole backstory to Captain Crunch that they created, because I guess you have to if you want longevity to your character. So I'm going to give you a few more um, quizzes on... the. These are other fictional characters with real names. Okay, am I allowed to quiz you at the end? Because I have one. Yes, yes. Okay, it no. might be included in mine. Let's see. Okay, how about okay. the um, the first name of Rich Uncle Pennybags from Monopoly? Mm. These are all pretty hard, Josh. Um, I'm going to say it's like, um, uh, Hans von <laughs> Barenheld. <laughs> he, he's German? I don't know. No, he's not. Well, well I, he could Ponce be. is German. I mean, von Barenheld. Oh, is oh, oh, I thought you said Hans. No, Ponce. Ponce. He's Spanish. <laughs> I'm just, these, he's rich. I don't know. I just figured he's if rich. I was rich, I would rename. I don't know, his, Mike. His name is Milburn. Oh, okay. Milburn Pennybags, right? Interesting. Um, yeah. How about the uh, How about the skipper on Gilligan's Island? Mm, and you're killing me here. I know they're all hard. It's I like, had no idea. Of, there's there are twenty of these, and I didn't know any of them. Is it something elaborate, or is it no? Well, it's, it's not an everyday name. But uh, do they ever get, call him anything other than the skipper in the show? I don't. Th I don't know that they did. I'm gonna say it's like um, Ron. Um, Ronald America or something like that. <laughs> it's uh, Jonas Grumby. Good lord. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And the professor had a name too. Oh, man. His name is Roy Hinckley. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. We'll just do one more. This was my favorite one of the list. Uh, this is Shaggy from Scooby-Doo. Shaggy from Scooby-Doo has a real name. Um, His name has got to be like... Um, Shannon Moonbeam, or something like. <laughs> I mean, that, that whole show is about it's, eating edibles and getting it, high, right? It is, it is. But his name is considerably more nerdy. It's Norville Rogers. Man, I never. <laughs> That's why he goes by Shaggy. I know. I didn't know any of these. There's a list of twenty of them that uh, that I just read. But uh, okay, so I'm ready to take your quiz. You have one. All right. Yep. Yep. Who? What is Sting's real name? Oh. See, I've heard this, but I, I wouldn't be able to tell you. Uh, when he was in Columbus, he he did yoga and worked out with a friend of mine. Mm. Uh, and I'm curious whether she called him Sting or... Mm, what is it? Gordon Sumner. Gordon Sumner. Uh, the, uh, man of like the every step you take, every move you make, I'll be watching you. If that was like by Gordon Sumner, it, was, it might, it might much not have... Much creepier. It was famous. There's another one, Barry Manilow. Oh, I don't know this one, but I my my friend uh, my friend Dan would be all over this because he like loves I, Manilow. I think I don't know. It's something like like Barry Pinkowitz or something like that. It's yeah, it's yeah. very. There are some Jewish names that uh, a lot of you know back in the day it, mm -hmm. it was it was bad for your career yeah. to be to to be you know known as as Jewish. Thankfully, we've come a long way in that way but mm -hmm. one of the ones in my list was that way this is a, another fictional character 
mm-hmm. from Sesame Street, Guy Smiley. Do you remember Guy Smiley? He no. was like he was like the game show host. And oh. Guy Smiley had a real name, Bernie Liederkrantz. <laughs> so I think that's them making a joke, like an inside joke about the fact that there were people changing their names for show business. Yeah. Um, but Bono, uh, I don't know what Bono's is, but I'm pretty sure he didn't pop out, and his mom was like, "I shall call you Bono." <laughs> no, let's 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 save that for another episode yeah. of Tell Me What to Google. But uh, so, Google this, spell this word for me: folksel. Folksel. It's a part of a boat. Okay, so I know that uh, coxswain is mm-hmm. coxswain. Mm-hmm. So maybe folksel is S A I L, like a sail. No, I mean the, the the second half of the word. This, this was a quiz that I got in sixth grade. Folksel, yeah. See, I me. would, I would say like F O C S A I L, or F O X S A I L. I believe it's F O R E. Castle. Folksel is okay. Okay, so so that's got an English or, origin where they take the rest of that word and just crunch it all together. I may have just made this all up too, Mike. Who knows? Yeah. Google. You might have to Google it. There are probably people that pronounce Newcastle Nuxel. <laughs> well, I'm from a town in Ohio. Well, it's it's, uh, it's written out G N A D E N U T T E N, not Guten. It's it's German. Not Guten. Oh. It's pronounced well, it's pronounced where I'm from, Janaden Hutton. <laughs> Listen, man, you got to spell it all. You got to say it all out. Um, Whenever I go up to New England, I do a bit in the show where I I say, you know, you guys, I I get so lost up here because the names don't make any sense. I'm like, oh, I'm looking for Worcester. And they're like, no, it's Worcester. And I'm like, (laughs) okay, well, what about Gloucester? And they're like, no, it's Gloucester. Gloucester. I'm like, oh, I get it. So uh, this is Dosta. And they're like, no, that's Dorchester. (laughs) You can't do that. You can't just apply the rule when you feel like it. Well, I live so, in New England now, Mike, and I can tell you, yes, you can. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's how New England works, baby. That's awesome, man. Well, it's great to hear from you, and uh, and and thanks for pump- coming on the podcast. This was a tough one. Um, it was. And, uh, yeah, well, I'm sure on when I don't feel so stupid, Mike. Yeah, I will. I'm sure that we'll call you again for one of the future episodes. Um, but for, but for this one, it's a big it's a big fail, Josh. <laughs> well, listen, <laughs> failure is the only way you can learn, and. That's- um, that's right. That's what I say on my podcast, and uh, I appreciate you having me on and giving me a shout out, and uh, good luck on yours, man. I'm glad to see it's up and rolling. Thanks, buddy. Good to hear from So that was Josh Quillen from the Concert Honesty Podcast. You can find that wherever you get podcasts. That's all for this week. Uh, this is a brand new podcast, so we could use all the help we could get. Please leave a review of the podcast on the Purple iTunes app with a little bit of verbiage. Writing a few words about the podcast helps a ton to allow other people to listen and to allow other people to tell me what to Google. We'll see you next week.